this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. A wedding, a host, an almost hostile takeover, and a backdoor pilot. It's here. It's loud. Come on with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Shoulders are important. Yeah, after loosening uh, the the hands, I was thinking about last well, time when you said like, it's a lot. Of it's, it's a lot. Of, it's, it's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of anger on that side of the table. Right, Hello, everyone, right. and thank you for tuning into After Buzz TV's coverage of Suits. This is going to be a two-part episode. Tiny violin. And goodbye. Oh, I'm your host, Steve Coffey. You can find me on, on no, Twitter. He, they when cannot I tell find you. you. They when I tell you at you. the end, that's when you can find me on Twitter. I'm here with J.B. Zimmerman. Hey, guys. And Lena Nori. Hello, hello. How we feeling? This is, this is I, a it's, goodbye It's been sorts. a roller coaster of emotions. I mean, it was great to have two episodes in one day, uh, but it's extraordinarily sad to see Mike and Rachel go. Like, I don't know how I feel. I'm, like, still... Such a broken person from uh, trying to figure out like how things are going to be moving forward without Mike. Like, I certainly have all the feels here, because and I have all the feels. I like the Jessica stuff, and we'll get into that. But I, I'm genuinely feeling like I don't know where the show can go from here. Like I'm concerned for the show, right? Because it was just such a big piece of it. I mean, like. It became the Harvey show, but at the very beginning, like, it was all about Mike, because he was, you know, like, we were kind of following his storyline, and and it's just weird to see him not a part of it. Um, It's really weird to see, like, and I think the way they wrote it as such is it's not like they spent days upon, like, episodes upon episodes building towards a date. They just pushed their wedding up, and, like, we're getting married now. And we're getting out. Okay, but let me tell you guys something. I... And the last after show, we talked about how there's no way humanly possible in two episodes they're getting mm. married. Obviously, we were wrong. Mm. We realized that by the time we actually walked out of the doors, though. Yeah. Because you'd read an article somewhere, or was it JB that? JB read an yeah. article, and then like also. But I think I think we we live in a, we lived in a weird vacuum this this run of the show that I don't think any of us watched the show live. Like we all watched it on Sling or right, something, right, or some right, type yeah. of, some type of thing, so we didn't see the preview for the next week. Because had we seen the preview for the next league last time we were here, we probably would have known. Okay, but right. that aside, okay, yeah. I did not think they would be able to pull it together and tie all the pieces together in two episodes. And while we were watching the episode before the last, I was like, what season am I watching? I, I didn't, there's no they don't preview seem like to the wedding, there's no foreshadowing. I'm like, am I watching the right season? Right, right. And they were able to amazingly piece kudos to the writers because I did not think... They were going to p- 
put it together the way they did. I was honestly impressed. Right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking, uh, you know, a lot about like how you would pull these characters out of the show, and and th- I think that's what our surprise was, where like there was really no warning. Like, like we, zero. <laughs> it happened so fast. But uh, thinking about it, I don't know how else you could pull that off because it's. Unless it is like such a season wide like story where we know he's leaving, and but that's just so or, depressing. I feel like, like the way for they this, did this it's was, like a band aid. The way they, they did this was perfect. It was definitely a band aid. Yeah. They could have done that to us visually, and then had a flash forward. So mm. pretty much that Harvey goes out to Chicago, helps Jessica. Jessica's over it. Then Lewis and everyone handles the case at hand. Mike wins the, the class action, and then we flash forward six months. Mm-hmm. And the wedding happens. Like that's that would be off brand for this show, and that's why they didn't do it. But that would have been the only other way to do it in the time they had this week, right? But I've seen other shows that have done that, and I will tell you, I don't like that. Me I don't either. like the random fast forward. It's five years later. I think it's not. I think it's tasteless. I think it kind of leaves us feeling robbed of what happened. I did think the wedding only being fifteen minutes of the last episode was a little bit. That was interesting. Oh. Yeah, it's a little bit interesting. I feel like they they worked with what they could get, but the way they pieced together the whole Jessica situation, giving us the plot for next season, which I'm not going to lie, my anxiety was through the roof (laughs) during Chicago. Yeah, it's pretty dark. When Harvey walks in in the airport and he gets hit in the shoulder, I'm like, oh shit, it's going down. I'm excited for that. That's that we're going to end on that because I would assume because that's going to be its own series. Yeah, yeah. So so suit. So for those like not following, Suits is moving on just without Mike and Rachel. And Jessica Pearson in Chicago is moving on as a separate series. Right. I'm excited for that, though. I'm really excited yeah. for that series. Yeah. It looks cool. I, I mean, really, it's definitely a different tone. Slightly. I'm very hopeful for Suits. Right. And hopefully, you know, that allows for some crossover. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. Her action um, in the future. Harvey was scared. Harvey was ready. <laughs> Harvey's was like, ready screw Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> I'm going back to New York. She's like, but go it, back to the wedding. Right. He needs you. Mike needs you. He's like, okay. <laughs> I did like how, you know, when he gets bumped into, um, he's, like, obviously, like, threatened, and there's that back and forth, and he's like, well, I'm from New York, bro. You can't intimidate me. I'm sorry. He was scared, though. Well, yeah, I mean, like, he was caught off guard, and, and, um, you know, that dude was obviously a plant ready to bump into him, so. He's like, this is in Kansas. He's like, what? (laughs) So do we think the Seattle job is everything they want? Um, I think... I don't know. I mean, it's pretty cool that they get to do what Mike's always wanted. And and mm-hmm. you, I th- think that that was authentic to the show. I mean, it, they did wrap things up very quickly. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that was to his core character. That made sense. You know, you, they started planting seeds with the two, Rachel and, and Mike, talking about, like, where they would want to go. Maybe, like, change of location, change of scenery. So I think, you know, the opportunity came up and they're like, well, why not? Like, let's, you know, I think they've been doing the same same sort of stuff. And they were also both at a place where they can leave. I mean, there's nothing like Rachel's not in school anymore. Mm. Um, But it wasn't just that. If you guys remember, they gave us two things. So number one, 
they've been through everything. They've been through um, losing, potentially losing their license, potentially losing their firm, Mike going to prison. There's nothing that separated them. Mm. Mike has always come back. Right. The only thing they could give us without literally killing them off, which, thank God they didn't, <laughs> was that. But the other thing they gave us, if you guys remember, is Rachel said she would never work for her father. Mm. Yeah. She always had an issue. And so... With that merger, it literally covered both angles because even if, let's just say, Mike wanted to go, Rachel could have easily said, hey, Mike, you know, do we want to do this to Harvey? Harvey even said, we can do more pro bono mm-hmm. cases. You're, you're free yeah. to do whatever you want. It was like they tied both ends because Rachel always said, like, it's not that she refused to. She just said, I don't need that. Yeah, I don't want to work with my father. It's going to ruin our relationship. Right. So it's like they kind of tied them both together. That is a really cool aspect mm-hmm. of it that yeah. I didn't even think about. Um, and that was also... Awesome. We'll bring it into that case because that case. I'm not going to get into all the minutiae of that case because there was pretty much two a episodes. Lot of layers. There was yeah. two episodes full of minutiae to that case. The the long and short of it is Robert Zane's partners, but not Robert Zane, tried to conduct a hostile takeover via a. Well, they tried to conduct a lawsuit against the firm, in in hopes that the uh, the settlement for the law firm would allow enough people to come into the firm. To then hostily take over the firm. Right. Dilute the value. And, and, Dilute yeah. the value and then Zane would make a bunch of money, but Zane would then feel bad because he would sell out like a firm that like not only is just his daughter, but like a bunch of people he genuinely cares for. Right. And in, in a firm that he doesn't own the money to. And then the flip happens when they find out that you could offer 15 of those people. You can offer 15 of those people jobs before the hostile takeover. And then you'll have enough votes that you can give the offer you were going to give. And still not lose the firm, right? Well, because the the they obviously set up the thing where the lawsuit is that they were defamed by the Jessica Pearson incident, but not the Mike Ross incident. Is the funny part, right? Well, I mean, technically they're the same. Well, because Jessica Pearson ran that firm through right. the Mike Ross business, so I think the argument, but the argument they were making was Jessica Pearson's management, among other things, mm-hmm. allowed her to hire a not lawyer. Right. As a lawyer who still works there. Yeah. But another aspect you're not looking at in the Zane situation is these were his partners for over 26 yeah. years. If they're willing to go behind your back and up. conspire not only a takeover, but restructure, sign your signature, expand the property, likeliness of you getting cut out of that is very high. Exactly. So I don't even think it was just about Rachel because remember what he said to Lewis when Lewis tried to leverage Rachel? Right. To get him to help, he's like, she's a grown-ass woman. Yeah. She she can handle her own situation. She'll probably do fine in the new firm. Like, yeah. Right, right. And, so, yeah, I think, obviously, like, the hostile takeover that I don't think Robert Zane would want to operate his business like that. Yeah, like, I not, don't think Robert not, Zane would be in a great place yeah. once he, that takeover yeah, I mean, happens. He, he, He'd get he, lost in a shuffle. Totally. And he's the type of guy that it's like his sh- – he calls the shots, like, yeah. for his company, and that's it. I mean, the whole – conflict that they're obviously setting up is is that he wants his name to come first now, so Harvey is clearly going to have an issue with well, it. It doesn't sound that bad. Zane Spector lit. Zane Spector lit actually sounds really good. Right. I'm, I'm, it's, it does, but I mean, like, Harvey... Like, Spector ha- lit, Zane doesn't even sound good. Spector lit, Zane. Or Spector Zane lit, probably. Or lit. It won't be lit Zane. Zane Spector. No, it'll be Zane Spector lit. Yeah. It, that was not yeah, negotiable. It will be. But I think... Or maybe a compromise they'll come to is that Harvey stays like a managing partner, but he has his name come second or something. We'll see. I mean, it, we've... It's going to be I mean, Zane Spector yeah. lit. I it's, can all but guarantee it. It's yeah. interesting. That means that I feel like the screenwriters or the, the people who wrote the script for this season, they knew a while ago that she would be right. scripted out because they had already set the tone about who's going to have their name on the wall next. Mm. Like, not even the last five episodes. Oh, totally. It's like yeah. in the beginning of the season. So 
I mean, Meghan Markle must have known that she was becoming princess. I'm just kidding. She probably had, I'm saying, she had like a pretty an good exit idea. route. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think they that is fully confirmed because the when Harvey was away with Jeff, Jessica, they like actually had to the whole team had to like finalize things to save the firm, and I'm pretty sure Lewis was able to actually sign the the agreement with Robert. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's a like officially it's Zane. Oh my God! Zane Spector lit. The scene where he's at court um, with Gordon, Lewis looks like he's about to shit bricks until Robert Zane walks in because mm. he didn't know he was actually coming in. And you see Lewis like signing. Well, yeah. I mean, well, no, before he signed, because the way I took that shot to me was that he was stalling, and then he saw Zane in the door behind the guy. Ooh, no, I, I, that's I, exactly how I, I see, read it. I see it the really? opposite. I think. No, I don't think he knew. I think he. I think. Uh, Zane was waiting outside the door so that Lewis, and like until he signed it, then he came in um, specifically because I was like, you know, obviously um, Lewis was very flustered because he wasn't getting answers, and he's like, okay, I have to make a decision like alone, mm-hmm. which is never comfortable, <laughs> um, especially if you're Lewis. Yeah, especially if you're Lewis. And so once he did finalize that, then Zane like came in because yeah. he knew. Yeah, because he made the comment it was too. Finalized. Zane told him he's like. He's like, yeah, we we couldn't have told you because you were going to mess it up, which is would have been classic. I'm just thinking logistically. Yeah, how do you? That that happens a lot in suits. Yeah, where like people walk into a room at the exact exact. Yeah, timing's everything in suits. Oh no, Lewis in that scene did not have any idea. Fair enough. That he was walking in, which was what I thought was great. But yeah, I do think I do think Robert was like specifically planning to walk in at that time, like waiting. I buy that. That makes sense. Do we have anything else about this case? This was a massive case. They handled it, like, half of it without Harvey, which was pr- really Yeah, impressive. pretty crazy. I mean, I liked how they wrapped up the, f- I guess, first half of the finale with, mm-hmm. the, the, uh, with, with the first episode. Because Harvey takes on so much, and it's like, as managing partner, like, that is 100%, like, his role. But because Jessica is pulling him away, you know, I think the whole team was like... We can operate as you, like we're <laughs> like knowing that everybody's on the same page, and I think that was the only way to convince Harvey, like, okay, we we can do this, like we're a team, and all of us are going to do this. I um, was expecting a case like this, especially after last week's episode when we were talking about how if the route was that they weren't going to kill the characters off, it needed to be um, Mike deciding mm-hmm. that it had something to do with what his main purpose in life was. Mm-hmm. So in the last episode, we saw that with the judge. She was like, what did I let you go for? Like, why did I give you a chance? It was because you said you were going to make a difference. So we could see there was foreshadowing there into that episode. But what I thought was interesting was, at least I felt like in this episode, not only did we see Mike finally realizing what he was truly meant to do, but we see Jessica finally realizing what she was truly meant to do. And then I don't know if at the end we'll talk about that later. She now, I don't know if she's doing what she meant to do. But, you know, they, they always had those scenes where they would show Jessica growing up. Yeah. And how her father always told her, why do you want to be an attorney? Do something, do good, help people. So it's like, I felt like full circle. Jessica not only was realizing what she needed to do, but then so did Mike. And then I don't know what happened to Jessica at the end or what's going (laughs) to happen, but that's making me want to watch because I want to know what side is she on. Because remember the quote her boyfriend said? Um, there's no dog that can lay down with other dogs and not get fleas. Right. Yeah. yeah. Or something or you, to yeah. that. Well, it was like you might be, yeah. you'd be the first one. Yeah. That actually brings up good questions in the chat. Len, Lindsay Ivory Neptune, look, it only took us two episodes after her departure before we saw Jessica again. How long do you think it will take for us to see Mike? 
Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, longer. he's obviously I'm going to not say longer. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think he can definitely pop up, though. I mean, I, obviously, like his he main storyline is is complete, but like he's again such a big part of the show. I wouldn't be surprised if they do a little bit more of of bringing him into the fold. Uh, I, I think. Again, character-wise, they had to make both of them leave at the yeah, same time. It no, sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because you know, just in their universe, there's no like Mike without Rachel. But I mean, he can still be. Yeah, yeah he can still be like a consultant. He could I think. still, or he would need their help on a case in Seattle where he would have to. He would just like it would be one scene of a phone call with him and Harvey. Like, hey, I really need the, I really need your help, and then right. they scramble. They scramble on the show. I would think it would actually be just because I'm a pro at seeing characters get killed off. I watch a lot of soap operas. Mm -hmm. Of course. And characters get killed off and come back to life all the time. Is that because there probably will never be a Rachel highlight again, it will likely be Mike somehow popping back up here. Yeah. Because if if Harvey pops up in Seattle, why does he see Mike but not Rachel? Well, yeah. So it will likely always be the pop-ups on our end. Yeah, no, I think so. And, and how they sort of handled um, Jessica, where it was like more, like Harvey goes out for some consultation or something. Um, Although it it is a point of contention among many on the internet that Meghan Markle, by becoming someone's husband, has to stop doing what she was curr- doing currently. And that that's kind of a choice she's been making. What do you mean? Uh, that, wait, like, so that, so, sorry. That like Meghan Markle is marrying a prince. Right. Okay. Not even like yeah, that's not even every a pr- little girl's dream. But like, not even a prince close to being king. Like he, I mean, he's pretty close. No, he's like you guys. Okay, we're he's not, definitely. Let's not like, get into that. But aside from that, because this has nothing to do with the show, but it does have to do with this episode. Megan is a very, very, very compassionate woman who does a lot of philanthropy, yeah. and she has, aside from being on television, dedicated her life to helping people. So I don't think it's that she got up and just gave up her career and her life. Because I know people are saying that for a man. Oh, She's no, I'm opening oh, the no, door no, to no, actually no. do Yeah, I, I don't think that's what was. Oh, okay. no, 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 I was getting there. I was, that no, I'm but people pointing, are saying that. People are saying right. that, and I think yeah. there's there's an in-between, but I am I am saying it's weird, like, this is the most progressive the monarchy has ever been, but there is still that presumption that she would drop her whole life. Which she's right. not dropping her whole life, she's just, when you are put in a position like that, you're going to maximize your good, and she can't maximize her good and be on a TV show. Right. That that job is literally like First Lady of the United States, where your job is to magnify issues. Right, right. And and I think beyond the fact that time is of obviously a constraint for her <laughs> now, uh, because she's got a lot more on her plate, I think it sends a different message. I mean, you can't really be pretending to be other characters... Um, publicly, mm-hmm. when you need, like, when your new job is clearly to be like a symbol of royalty, like you have, it's just yeah. like a d- very different and, agenda. And now let's be real, has. okay? The show is eight seasons, and it's not like she left season two, right, season yeah. three. Yeah, I feel like their character developed. A lot of shows don't even last this long. Mm-hmm. Like some of the best shows on television, I feel like Game of Thrones could go for twenty seasons, but they're going to cut it off at eight. So That's I feel like sad. at least if she would have left last season or just left the whole season hanging, I would have been like, ah. Uh, how do you leave everybody hanging? I was surprised she kissed him. I wasn't expecting that, but I saw a couple smooches on the lips because I thought for sure she wouldn't kiss him at least. 
I'm at your wedding. Do you have to kiss? Yeah, but like. But she's been avoiding it. Really? A lot. Yeah. I feel like they definitely have dialed down the she romantic. She always be yeah. his shirt in well, a bed scene. Because, yeah, again, if I was Prince, I'd be like, you need to not be kissing other dudes. Season three, there was a job, scene in the copy room that was yeah. like practically showtime. Yeah. That was all about it. But like. Right, that was, yeah, like, season, yeah, I know. Exactly, and that's what I mean. Like, I think they've done. They have dialed it back. They have. I mean. yeah. And after this thought, we'll get back to the episode because right. this episode is awesome. Totally. Is that. I have seen people saying different things with articles, especially other women, and she's not giving up her life. She's actually going into a position where she can make a bigger difference than she was already making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was actually something that they bonded on in an interview that she had right after they got engaged. That was their number one thing that they bonded on is that they both do a lot of philanthropy and they help other people. And now she has a larger platform mm. than she's ever could have imagined in her entire 100%. life yeah. to help people. So kudos to her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I yeah. She's... But I would like to see flashbacks of Mike Ross or like flash forwards or whatever you call it. Like yeah. Where he's... Just bring him in as Jessica's much as possible. Yeah. yeah. Also, I, I understand that. I... If it were in her heart, though, I would love the idea of her becoming her becoming a princess and going, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay on my basic cable show, though, because that's me. <laughs> that's me, and that's what I want. I wish that was possible, but I, yeah, I mean... No, but, uh, that yeah, is po- but that's what I'm saying. That's okay. possible. Okay. That, she just becomes a princess and then does it. That's how it becomes possible. All right. No, that's like, true. That's how, the, that's how progress happens. That you just, you know, right, you just keep walking. But back... Um, speaking of... Wonderful women, women who are queens yes. and princesses in everyone's mind. Maria Menounos' podcast. Yes, 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 yes. So Maria, for those of you who don't know, is the reason why we are all here. So if you want to learn, grow in all areas of your life, and for those of you who do, we have the perfect podcast for you. Conversations with Maria Menounos is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Munoz features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of your life. From health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister that you always wanted. Now just go to iTunes, hit the subscribe button to Conversations with Maria, and guess what? It's for free. Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know that it's us that sent you there. From the Suits After Show. Yeah. After Buzz TV. After Buzz TV Suits. Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Make sure to check it out. Definitely. Yes. Very excited about it. I'm sure. She sure. just got married, too. Yeah. She just got married in a very public way as well. Mm-hmm. I'm sure at some point Meghan Markle will be on that show. Don't. Don't. I didn't say it'll happen. I'm saying it'll. I'm sure it'll eventually happen. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. Because she's not leaving the spotlight. She's just not. Yeah pretending to be other characters anymore. I am checking real quick to see if we have a title on the Jessica Pearson Chicago show. Nice. Yeah, please do. I I was actually thinking, worst case, let's just say Suits not dies off, but doesn't have the momentum it used to have. I would love to see Harvey move to Chicago. Yes. That'd be cool. I mean, he's got... He's got his own thing happening though. Like he's got his own firm I know now. It's Zane. Uh, He's got his name on on the wall as well. But... I don't know if if Harvey. I mean, he just didn't seem to jive with Chicago <laughs> as, as much. Like, I think he he likes New York. He basically runs the place in terms of you know the field he's in. Um, I feel like they would they would sooner wrap the the show up suits in general. Maybe do like a season or two. Somewhere how uh, you know uh, comes to mind like Scandal and and How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. You know, I think. Um, 
Suits has been going on for seven seasons. That's pretty solid. If they get you know one or two more, now it's eight. Yeah, so they're, they're definitely they're definitely season. doing one more. Yeah, so they're know definitely we, doing one more. There is eight, which is a solid run by any show standards. Um, so hopefully we we get one more after that. So it's nine, but I just hope they aim it to end you know, it on a high. Fine. Yeah, not yeah, on I, a low, because some shows will let you go down like this. Like I love True Blood. But that shit was going down, and right. it was. It I could have stopped. Yeah, this I don't know. I, I, I feel like eight might be the finale. I mean, just like feel uh, them not killing off, but breaking away two of the main characters of this show on this season. You know, I feel like they kind of have the next season to kind of wrap everything up. In terms of the other main characters, um, obviously Harvey is is the biggest one, but now Lewis is is very much there as well. And I honestly think this se- like this half of this season, is proof to me that there's such a machine behind right. this show. I'm kind of oh. curious how a Mike oh. Rachel Free suits will. I look. Uh, I forgot. I um, they're bringing in Catherine Heigl. Yes, that was at the shut up. Yeah, that was at the bottom yeah, of the, so of the forgot, article. Yeah, so I read that. I mean, I guess maybe they'll do some wow. some testing about like in season eight, like Samantha how Wheeler how good is the that, character's that name. Goes. That Catherine Please Heigl. tell me but that'd be she's cool. not Harvey's I mean, person of interest. I'm down with it. I'm down with it. Oh my god. I mean, I we don't know. I'm just saying that. Seems yeah, like we it. don't know. But I mean. It could be. And let's talk about the end of the episode. That was totally more about Harvey and Donna than it was even about the wedding. Harvey, Donna, Bianca. Right, right, right. But I mean, because the they. While they're doing the they, vows. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's their show now. And it's 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 sort of a, like, will they, won't they? Mm. Um, and listen, and this now. is why I think that 100% they're now alluding towards that. And I feel oh, like. Oh, no, they're, they're definitely. They're heavy. They're, they're trying are. to give us Harvey and Donna because I think they're trying to get our attention off the fact that now. Mike and Rachel are right. leaving mm-hmm. because think about it with the whole Scotty situation right even though yeah. she was Scotty, involved in the case right no. she was involved in the case he went she was very kind of apathetic at first like you keep coming to me when you need something but then here she comes again and I remember when I saw her in the office and she actually had that moment where she was pretty much telling him like hey are you ready for me you said you yeah. need to work on yourself mm-hmm. even when he's being open and honest and then it comes out does it have anything to do with Donna your breakup and when they said that, I was like, "Oh my god, they're totally yeah. now." Oh yeah, no, they're they're their very tunnel visual at Darby. Um, and yeah, I mean, for me, it was sad. It's I've time, been, though. It's I've been years. totally re- like, I really like Scotty as a character, and so I, you know, always in the back of my mind wanted uh, that to be like the yeah. end game for for Harvey, and, and you know, obviously, it still could. Like, but they've made it very clear that it was like, okay, we are making it a point to be like, there is nothing in the way of Harvey and Donna now. I actually really like Scotty. Mm-hmm. And I think Scotty's a lot like Harvey. They're very similar. She is the one that's always kind right. of, not bending down, but she's always, she's... She's acknowledged that they're, like, she loves him. And I think, like, she acknowledged that she would choose him mm-hmm. over work. And, no, that's what I'm and, saying. So she is, she still has isn't that, able to do that. She has that ability to make herself a name partner somewhere else. She has that drive. She's a lot like Harvey. But then I even noticed, as you'd mentioned, she does actually love him so much that she always has a tendency of putting even him ahead of herself. Mm-hmm. Like she makes, she compromises right. her ethics or whatever. And even her coming back, I thought, oh my God, if he bites on this, she's coming back. And he totally, like, 
for Scotty to sit there, say what she said, and he didn't even bite on it, like even a little bit as a but man. No, I, I think no, he, he felt it. He just he just wasn't ready, and uh, he wasn't. I don't think he's about. Well, and, especially I, and with I don't Scotty. think it's him and Harvey so much. It's like I don't think he's ready to get involved with someone with anybody. Like yeah. just now, like I think he's got a lot of stuff to work through. If only he yes, had a therapist to talk to. Yeah, he didn't exactly. completely ruin. Oh, so you think Donna's like Endgame? Endgame? No, it's I not think Donna up. is off in the sunset. Endgame. I feel like they're well, leading no, yeah, like I, it's I, coming up. No, I think um, I think they're gonna tease it. I think we're gonna have teasing, a crash they're course. definitely teasing. I think it. we're gonna have a crash course with it for a whole year. They have yeah. to tease it to get us distracted off of no more Rachel and Mike. Well, because think about it, how right, many? Right. Okay, think about it. How many real relationships are there on the show right now? There has to always be one relationship that viewers are invested in. Mm-hmm. We've always been invested with Mike and Rachel. The wedding. It's kind of gone on for a long time. Right now, nobody else is in a relationship. Sheila and, and Lewis is like one day it's here, one day it's gonna be there. They have Some to give us. Some of us are not fans of Sheila yeah. Lewis. Yeah, yeah. Well, and just Sheila but they have is just to give not us something. A, a good, so a I think the for. next thing they're gonna give us is Donna and Harvey. They have to give us something for us females, us hopeless romantics that need to be invested in a relationship in a show. That's the next relationship we're getting. That's what I feel like, at least. I could be wrong. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think I they're like. definitely setting them up a path. But for me, at least, I feel like that. I, I wouldn't. I don't know. It would be hard to watch Harvey and Donna dating on the show. Like, that would be a... It's a problem for me because, like, I watch the show for their working relationship. Yeah. And I like the two of them as individuals. And, like, once they, they're they coupled up, it's just... It's hard to watch. And I'm sure Zane would have a problem with it. He probably's not going to like... Exactly. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that, like, you know, maybe, like, they... Sh- are completely wrong for each other, but I'm saying like what we've talked about. Look at, listen mm-hmm. to him backtrack. They, because no, no, because I, the Darby lovers are going to be in the chat. Like totally, bring it, it on, guys. Uh, speaking of the on. chat, Ellie Norton in chat. Harvey needs to take a break from women. No, I agree. Yeah, that. he said he said that he's like I'm not. Also, in a if place there was ever it. if there was ever a time from season seven to season eight, really needs a time jump. We really right. need a time jump where we can jump in and the firm is operating under these. 15 new they're not associates like they're partners right under these 15 new partners plus i it sounds like 10 or 20 like 10 or 12 came in from the zane firm right. plus plus robert zane so it's like a full board of executives probably a, a like a whole crew of associates under the board of executives there's like, a lot of egos in one but room. like i yeah i don't want i don't want to like immediately jump in and it's the day after the wedding and we're trying to figure and we're oh, trying no, and no, we're yeah. trying to war room all of this I, Restructuring. Yeah, I don't think they'll, I wanna, they'll I want to jump that. in months later yeah. and be like, "Cool, cool, we're well oiled machine now. We're we're the top law exactly. firm in the country because we we're like six different law firms now." Yeah, and no, I, I think episode one of the next season is going to be at like Zane Specter live. And I love the fact that they actually gave us kind of that joint venture because. I was thinking the same thing. Like, what are we? What are we doing after this? But yeah, and that's like, the potential to bring in a, a ton of new two characters. Of, yeah. Two of the main characters are gone. What are we going to talk about, or what's going on, or like, what's the drama? Um, so the fact that they did this merger right at this moment, especially with Zane, who has such a strong personality, and then it's going to be the battle of whose name, who's managing partner. I think that they just gave us almost like another show. How like. Yeah. Jessica has another show, but still making it this show. That it's. A, I just well, say they have some of the best writers because I, I didn't know how they were going to do this. But I I do like the idea of moving forward into season eight. We we do a show. We're pretty much doing a show that's about a really turmoiled, long-standing law firm that has eight, like seven seasons of history, including Mike Ross and Rachel Zane. Right. But now we have a bit more. We have a bit more just going forward with like. 
I don't know if this is what's actually happening, but they should jump up Wendell Pierce to a regular. If he's going to be a name partner, I would. I think he would fill a lot of the gaps that Jessica and Mike leave. If he can jump okay, in as name partner, and then he has to clash with Spectre and Lit, who've been doing it less but been running that firm longer. And here's what throws me off. So as Robert Zane is now going to be a name partner, he's going to be in more. Wouldn't that mean that his daughter would still be having flashbacks or coming back in? It's like his no, daughter. I mean, well, they no. can, they can so how are they going to do that? Like a Rachel look like? Well, no. I mean, they no, can do. They can go it. like further back. Or, or I mean, I Robert Zane is a very accomplished lawyer yeah, like, by himself. More. I don't. I don't think he. I think he no, exists no, beyond we, Rachel. No, no, you're not getting. No, you're not getting my point. Okay. I'm not saying that you, he's not relevant without his daughter. I'm saying. So as of right now, for, as far as we know, she's not coming back to the show whatsoever. She's not doing Jessica Pearson pop-ups. Correct. Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying not only do we have the firm that she's worked at for the last seven years, which Mike is also connected to, her father also is at the firm. So that would be another reason why there would be some kind of flash towards her or some right, kind of pop-in. Yeah, yeah. But, but if you can't do that, the, the trope around that would be him talking to her on a phone. So, right. so I'm saying, so would there be, that would be she the, would not be talking on the other line? Yeah. He would just be talking he to her? He would have a one-sided conversation on a phone and then hang up and say, my daughter, she's out in Seattle. She's spending nine bucks for coffee. Yeah, exactly. It's I mean, dumb. I, 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 don't, I don't like how she's living I'm, her all life. All I'm saying is it's going to be hard for them not to allude to her. Like, for no reason, we have Jessica pop in left and right. Right, because, I mean, she was the manager of the firm and, like, above, like someone that Harvey needed. Like And her ABC pilot Again, I don't up. think... That any character like needs to consult Rachel because the only character that did was Mike. I mean, she's very capable. She's extremely smart. I mean, maybe Donna too. But but Donna like, could have similar conversations where right. Donna could have similar conversations where it would just be on a phone or she'd read an email and say. And this you know, is what Rachel yeah, just Donna's said. Donna's always been Donna. I mean, she yeah. like you know barely needs help at all. Like you know, I think she is extremely capable and. and this season was definitely a learning curve for her, but now that she, again, w- with next season, we might have a flash forward, she'll probably be much more comfortable and back to her old, yeah. just boss up ways. Yeah, I, I still think you're misconstruing. I'm not saying that they need Rachel. None of them need Rachel. You're, you're My asking point is how they could involve how her so in the How so many people universe. are so invested and have her as a part of their lives, and then we're going to have no flasher. So what I'm saying is I'm hoping... To some degree, maybe they even do like a flash of her. She agrees to come back and film, or maybe she filmed some or like honestly, some of those cuts before. Honestly, I'll predict it right now. The best we'll ever see of Meghan Markle on this show after this episode is she'll be spoken of through people's phones. Like, mm-hmm. oh, Rachel just said blah right. blah blah. The best we'll no get. Cameos. The best we'll get as a cameo, and they will hype the hell out of it when it happens. Is she'll be on someone's FaceTime for like thirty seconds. Like that'll be the best. That'll be the best we'll get. Right. Yeah. Is that she'll turn up on she'll turn up on Donna's Facetime and say, "You go get him, girl." Right. And, and, and then that'll be, you know, be I a think focal point of the whole episode. <laughs> totally. Well, yeah. I mean, that's obviously a big um, advertising thing yes. to get a princess um, because she'll be fully full blown princess by then. But I, I think there's they set up so many new things um, that they'll probably focus on those and not really involve the past as much yeah. like i think you know katherine heigl is obviously a big bigger name actress so you know how her role fits into the fold is going to be like a big story point and how obviously donna clashes Dude, i with her. love her i'm so excited she's coming in this is for yeah. sure 
Yeah. Um, yeah. That, yeah. It was reported the same way in the same article where I was trying to find out the name of the Jessica oh, wow. Chicago show, which we still don't have a name for the Jessica Chicago show. Oh, no. So I'm not being uninformed by calling it the Jessica right. Chicago show. We don't have a title yet. But <laughs> Maybe the they're ju- going to call it Heels because they keep talking about our Louboutins for some reason. Do you guys notice how many that, flashes? That, they should. They should call it. That That's what be, I'm really good at. They talked actually. about her shoes and the way she dressed so many times. And then even when she's walking into the construction site, yeah. they like take a zoom in from the bottom of her shoes. And in my head, I'm like, what? What was the point of that? Actually, that that works on a lot of levels. So they went, it suits, yeah. heels. That would be... I'm, that title's growing on me. Yeah. And think about it. Especially it during this time, we're talking about two important topics. Women in power and growth. And then also Chicago's... A lot on right. the topic right now. Yeah. So I feel like this show is actually going to be a hit. So if actually, they get the right title, heels is probably real. Like, that's like the best the, title because well, in for the pro wrestling because in the pro wrestling world, a heel is a bad guy, and Chicago has been known to be full of bad guys. Right. And Sim- as they said, so the too, similar the so the similar double meaning of suits being both the suit you wear, but right. also the suits you file. Heels could also be the double meaning of right. the shoes she wears, but also See? the people yeah. she there deals you with. Writers, you're welcome. I'll, I am <laughs> literally no, gonna. Okay. I'm literally yeah. gonna clip this out and DM it. Like I want. You no, can but have I mean, it. Yeah, listen, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is your idea. <laughs> Just, this, say, is, yeah. this is what happens. Well done. When, That's the perfect title. For well, the okay. Show. So I went to UCLA for economics, but I was done with my major like sophomore year. So I would take screenwriting classes. Mm-hmm. So and it was literally because it was like the easiest class to take. I'm just being honest. So I took it for two years, and they always say whenever they foreshadow to something, like they're trying to do that for a reason. I noticed they kept talking about her damn shoes, mm. and then in the scene, they literally zoom in from underneath her shoes, and she's walking. And then even the what's like the construction guy's name, the mogul, mm-hmm. he even made it a point to say, "Oh, because of the way you're dressed," and like he's looking right at her right. shoes. So I keep thinking they're alluding towards heels. It's a show that's going to be about. A woman that's dominating. Perfect, it's not. They're not going to call it a girl boss. It's going to be she's a boss. Period. They're going to call it heels. She's a boss, and it's in Chicago. Two important topics right now. All right, Emily Norton in the chat says she's loving the title of heels. Yes. Yeah. Lindsay Ivory Neptune. The, there's a promo with the Catherine Heigl stuff. We need to. We need to. Nice. We need to check the YouTube before we do this show, guys. <laughs> yeah. Because we're, we're all watching on streaming devices that don't give us previews for the following week. Also, I wasn't expecting a preview. On the finale. Listen, I was busy thinking of the title for Jessica's spinoff. Yeah, right? I was, I was, oh man, there's and, a room in your house full of like scribbled papers. You're like, what well, else? I and, do. I swear, everything scribbled. Just knowing that that Mike and Rachel were weaving, it was such like a emotional. Th- I mean, not yeah, like, no, it was, it was, I got it was fine, but it was just like lie, you know emotional. what I mean. I wasn't like almost in a rush to see it because I knew once I did, then they'd be gone. It was just like yeah. Uh, so this Jessica business. Do we think the do we think the premise of the show is that in like the actual pilot, so the first episode of the show, she bucks the mayor and then has to be independent and fight the mayor the rest of the time? Or do we think she's actually the mayor's fixer and that's the show? I think so at first I thought the scandal thing first too, that she was kind of like a fixer. Uh-huh. I think it's actually gonna be that she's gonna walk the line and not know which side she's on. Ooh. Is she gonna be that corrupt politician slash corporate attorney in her or is she gonna follow the path of her father but if you guys heard in the episode it was her that was her cousin right because it um, was her aunt's daughter her that was her cousin that yeah. had the child and she said oh you mean like your rich your rich famous plastic surgeon father who like left so think about yeah, it yeah. her dad was a doctor but ultimately he wasn't saving lives he was a plastic surgeon he was doing what made mm-hmm. him money what made him fame so it's like i feel like now in this show it's gonna be us knowing one side to Jessica, Jessica fighting the demon of her other side, but mm. really, what is she going to do? 
I think she's going to... I think the the mayor is going to be Harvey and Jessica is going to be Mike. Interesting. I think the idea that... And it's going to say a lot about Chicago that Jessica Pearson is the most altruistic person there. Yeah. In I, the mayor's mm-hmm. office. That like The mayor is like the most scuzzy, misunderstood. Oh, that's just politics. Whereas Jessica is the person. Right. Like, no, I don't care. Let's do the right thing. He I could. He could feels... be. I don't know. He. I didn't. I didn't latch onto him as much. Um, and obviously, the show. It's. It will be Jessica's show. So, I feel like she's going to be much more the forefront, and like we will see much less of him. Like she's okay. going to be doing her thing. It'll be mostly, at least in the beginning, like more procedural, where she goes out to like fix, and it's like her versus whatever. And as she kind of acclimates to Chicago, like she kind of keeps going like above this mayor dude because like you know mayor mayor is big but it's not like there's a lot higher well, yeah, and maybe maybe she ends up taking its position or there's like a struggle with power and then that's why they alluded to right or, if or, you're a dog know, with other of, dogs you're eventually gonna get fleas or you're the only one that's not well yeah i mean kind of like a like a house of cards situation yeah like i, I don't know I'm if she would have you know the or would want to really play the political game from like the public standpoint uh-huh. but i feel like she would want to go from like the fixer of the mayor to the fixer of like the governor and like mm. you know keep you know go up that way i'm not gonna lie i was excited i think i'm more excited or not more but as excited to watch jessica spinoff than i am to see the next season of suits like i, I was I, anxious during the yeah but they, and they I definitely agree. did you know they they planted. had a lot to close up they had right. a lot to close up and set up in this episode of suits that I think it's intended that we're supposed to be very excited for the Jessica right. show and very interested right. in what happens at Suits. Because that's where I am. I'm, I'm more excited for the Jessica spinoff show because it's, like, brand new. Yeah. I'm still very interested in the Suits in, show. Yeah, and how things and I play guess out. And more, the more I'm thinking about the more I'm thinking that Katherine Heigl character is probably one of the 15 hires that happened in that merger. Right. So she'd be like a top-ranking associate in that merger, and she comes who, who over and then wants to right. be become. a Harvey love interest. Of course, she—that's. I'd rather not, but I, I'm, I'm not saying I want it. I'm saying that's probably it's Harvey. I mean, spin the it's romantic Harvey. She's wheel. She's very I guess. attractive. I don't like. You know what I mean? Like, well, I think he's uh, he's acknowledged that he's not in a place to be in a relationship, which is totally yeah. good for Doesn't him. Doesn't he always do that and then ends up? Dating his therapist. I mean, true. Um, right. True. But I mean, given like that's still pretty fresh. So yeah, I mean, again, we'll benefit from a, a flash forward in time, um, and maybe he'll be ready. I don't want too flash forward. I don't. I don't like when no, it's no, like, too far ahead, and I'm months. like, you just robbed me of something. Three months. I don't want to see the the boring. What I would consider boring, like just a very boring. Everyone settles into a new office. And, like, finds their way around and then, like, knocks a bunch of cases out of the park. Like, I'm uninterested right. in all of that. I want to get in when there's the first case that threatens the whole fir- firm or there's, like, enough drama that, like, everyone's ready to fight in the hallway. Like, that's – let's come back when we're ready for that. Right. When they're, when they're helping – They're, they're going to have to give us some kind of backstory. Otherwise, we won't know who's who and what's what. True. But, like, when they're, when they're helping – Billionaires sue millionaires. I'm not interested. Like, yeah, they're gonna have to. I know we're gonna get some kind of flash forward because they're gonna have to get us off of Mike yeah. and Rachel real quick. It, they're gonna push us so far ahead that they've been gone for. 
Lindsay Ivory Neptune, I swear to God, if Harvey's Harvey's love interest is Catherine Heigl, I'm walking away from the show. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think that that would be way too easy for the for the writers to just fall into. They, yeah, they definitely wouldn't do that right away. I mean, maybe uh-huh. they end up together, but I mean, that's yeah. I'm not talking first episode, but I'm lot. saying that. I, yeah, I'm sure. Listen, yeah. someone has to have some kind of a love interest coming up. We have to be invested in something. True, and it can't just be Lewis and Sheila. Could, be, could it be like, Lewis and Catherine Heigl's character? Samantha Wheeler, I believe, oh, is the name. I'm, I'm all about maybe, it. maybe, maybe. I mean, I I'm, I root for Lewis now. He's I root for Lewis yeah. to to be happy. Yeah, and if Catherine Heigl, if Catherine Heigl can make him happy, hey, there I we think go. that's what we want. Uh, we want you to be happy. And we want you to be able to find us on all the things, all the social media things. Finally, now it's your turn to tell them where they can find us. Where can people find you? You guys can follow me at Hey John Blake. I also do uh, Into the Badlands, which is the AMC show. We film that on Mondays as well. So if you guys are into that, definitely check it out. And I'm Lena Nori. You can find me all over the internet, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, at Lena Nori. And finally, Steve's been waiting for this moment to tell you where you can find him. I... Wait, what? No, I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K A U F M A N N. I do a lot of shows here at AfterBuzz TV. I tweet about them regularly. I also run YouTube pages for pro wrestlers and pro wrestler personalities. So I tweet those links too. So if that's anything you're interested in, that's what I do. For JB Zimmerman, Lena Nori, I've been Steve Kaufman. Thank you, suitors, and good night. Later. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. later. Expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.